Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the program. It's a real honor to have you as always. This is your host, Hopsy. It's episode number 25, the Alexander Kavanov episode. Alexander wore number 25 for the Toronto Maple Leafs in the 2005-2006 season in his fifth season in the National Hockey League. A Russian-born defender, though he started his North American professional career in the 92-93 season, suiting up for 19 games with the Birmingham Bulls. A little bit of trivia there for you. And something I just randomly looked up. Had to find someone with number 25 and had to be for the Leafs. And I had to go back to 2005 to find it. Folks, here we are. Episode 25. It's an honor to have you. As always, um, I had a little bit of an uncomfortable scenario the other day that reminded me of one of the most hilarious things that has ever happened to me in hockey. And uh, should I tell you the story? No. Am I going to? Yes. Obviously, I will. Um, Every morning... I go for a walk since I got here down in Birmingham and um, it's kind of a little routine I've got going. I go for like a kilometer walk. It takes me like 12, 13 minutes, nothing crazy. I just do it while I sip my coffee and there's this podcast that takes like 15 minutes to listen to and I just toss that in the earphones, go for a little rip. I feel like for some reason um, it gets my legs going. Anyways, just started doing it. I'm sticking to it. So now then, you know, you go to the rink, you know, you're feeling good. Anyways, we had this first drill. And I had a little bit of an uncomfortable situation there where I thought I basically shit my pants in the first drill. Literally thought I did. Very unfortunate. And I had to go out, uh, basically thought I was going to have to change. So I hop off the bench there and practice. This is Monday morning. Go and I make sure everything's okay. It was a false alarm, but it was really scary. I had to go through that first drill thinking that that had happened. But um, going back to my last year of junior hockey, we were playing in St. Stephen, New Brunswick. This was like a new team. And um, I think that year was like the first year St. Stephen. They moved from somewhere else in the league. A town had moved their team over there. And it was their first season in this town. It was a great rink. And if I'm not mistaken, I think it was the first time I'd ever played there. But I'm on the I'm on the starting lineup. I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. And I feel like I have to fart. And I'm like, oh, man, well, you got to get this out before the puck drops. So, like, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Give it a little push. Gave a little push. Got a little more than just a little push. So, it, it was it, – and then the puck drops. The ref drops the puck. Face-off's face, face gone. Um, play is on. So, I had to continue on with my shift. And I basically played a shift which with what I thought was dump in my pants. And the funniest part was I actually got a big hit. Some guy was coming down on the rush, and I stepped up, and I smashed him. And I like I smashed him while I had poo pants, and he had no idea. And so I finished my shift, and where this tunnel was to go to the dressing room was, like, right behind the D door for the first and second, first and third period. So fucking come flying through the gate. Don't even slow down. And I just go right down the tunnel. And I had to go down there and, like, you know what I mean? You had to go to the bathroom, deal with it. You know, the rest is, expo- is self-explanatory, but my trainer comes flying in the room. He's like, you all right? And I'm like, no, I'm good. I think I just shit my pants, though. And he was like, oh, okay, good. And um, it was it was hilarious, though. So anyways, you always got to go before. If you ever think you have to go before an event, athletically, anything, anytime you think you have to go before something important, just go. Because you don't want to be paying for it. And, you know, that can happen. It certainly can. Um, kind of a tough story to come off the buff and just say, but welcome back to the show. It's certainly happy to have you. Pretty crazy week. If you've been following this nonsense with the um, the retail investors, the Reddit, the Wall Street bets, all this new stock market madness, 
Uh, it's been a pretty wild week. Uh, I touched on it briefly last week. I just wanted to briefly reiterate some new information that we've been coming across. Um, it seems like everyone and their brother is now a financial advisor. And that's great because now we can all just turn to each other for investment advice. And that's going to be key in the future. But um, in all seriousness, um, every, it's just like I feel like everyone was talking about this. Everyone, like people who know nothing about anything, or every, everyone's in on this right now. And it, it's a pretty hilarious time. Um, I, w- I wanted to buy a couple of these stocks just to say I did to be part of history. And I didn't, thankfully, because as of today, um, I don't believe they were doing very well, very well at all. But last Thursday was when multiple trading platforms, Robinhood being the big one, I think Ameritrade, a couple other ones that I've never even fucking heard of, so it doesn't matter. But four or five of them, they stopped you from being able to buy these stocks, this AMC, the Nokia, uh, the GME, all these stocks that are you know very risky and that are basically blowing up because of these forums online that have just been getting all the attention of the media and the markets this last past week. But... It, it's, it's pretty crazy what's going on, but I, this podcast I listen to every morning is called Snacks Daily, and it was just like fi- like financial news. It was like it's like 12, 15 minutes in, long usually in the morning, and it's just quick, and it's always news stories, and yes, it is financial news, but a lot of it is just about like hilarious things that new companies are trying, and it's honestly just kind of a cool podcast, but it is made by Robinhood. I didn't realize that for the longest time, but it's called Robinhood Snacks. Even though the podcast goes by Snacks Daily, they now own the rights to it and everything. So that's funny. But I was very interested to see what they were going to say at the start of the week about what had happened last week. You know, their platform, all getting, everyone's, getting, everyone's shitting on them, saying that they're letting all their billionaire buddies get out before, you know, the stock blows up and that short squeeze was about to happen. But um, it was interesting. So the Monday morning podcast comes out. They mention all these uh, podcast. I mean, podcast. Jesus, all these platforms banning the you know the trading of these stocks. The ones we mentioned, the GameStop and whatnot. But they do not mention Robinhood, or they never. They never even said how th- themselves had stopped the trading of these stocks. But they went on to reiterate why it had stopped, and they you know it wasn't you know something like to say so they can cover up their rich buddies. But they referred to um, the trading of these stocks online like plumbing pipes and that every time that you buy a stock, you are borrowing a stock essentially for two days because it takes two full days digitally for the, for the stock to be sent from the seller to the buyer. So for that two-day period, the sellers are spotting you basically for a two-day loan. So with the, all these stocks blowing up on Reddit, sending a bunch of new investors to these platforms to invest in fucking what? GME, AMC, Nokia, BlackBerry, all this shit Reddit's talking about. And I mean, banks apparently usually are, you know, they soak up these risks. But when we got a bunch of who knows going out there all buying GameStop, it was a risk with all these two day loans and, and they weren't willing to take it. That's what Robinhood's saying. Maybe they're telling them to say that through their pod. I don't know what's going on. I mean, that's what they're saying on this pod. This this has been a wild week. I mean, I'm no financial advisor. I think you can tell. I almost had a stroke trying to talk about that a minute ago. But um, it's just interesting. This is it's, it's a wild time. I mean, maybe that's true. Someone smarter than me knows. I wonder if that it, someone I just said I just were reiterating what they just said from this podcast. These two smart financial gentlemen dissecting what their own company had done the week prior so the cool thing though is that in this past year a lot of things have happened 
but a lot more people are now on these trading platforms. A lot more people are investing. I think it's a lot less scary, maybe less intimidating, especially now that you can get these apps on your phone and shit. Like it's pretty sweet. I, for some reason, have never invested in anything though yet. I've been talking about it for months. I mean, I think the fifth episode in this podcast, I brought on my brother-in-law, smart, savvy man, came on talk, little finance talk, and I wanted him to start from a grassroots approach on how we were going to look at investing. And um, since then, I still have not pulled the trigger. It's it's a scary thing, but um, I'm definitely paying more attention to it because of all this madness. I'm looking more into things. I've learned a lot more in this past week. So if all the hype's done anything, hopefully it's done the same for you, the listener. Maybe you're paying a little bit more attention. Maybe you're going to try to make a little bit of money in the market. Maybe you're not intimidated by this kind of thing because you know that you can literally Google it and you can find out this shit pretty easily. And that at the end of the day, you kind of just got to dive in, I think. So this week, I got a little money in this account on this platform I'm going to use. I'm going to try to buy some stocks, okay? That's how I'm going to take over the world. That's how we're going to bring this podcast to the fucking moon, all right? Um, I'm going to keep on this. Not, I'm not, I don't go on this Wall Street Bets forum per se, but I'm going to definitely like pay attention to what what it's doing to the stocks they're making move. I mean, like they have 6 million, some view members right now on that, uh, subreddit. And I'm probably outdated even saying that it's probably seven now, but I like, I think it was a week or two ago when I'd first heard of it and first looked at it, it was at like two or three mil. Like this, this thing's just doubled in a week, like 50%. Like that's, it's crazy. And that's, it's just driving all these new people to do, Crazy things in the computer, which they can do now. Folks, the playing field's getting a little even. It's, it's a little crazy. Uh, speaking of crazy, something fucking crazy happened this week. Um, I probably shouldn't even talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it because it was absolutely wild. Um, we played in a game last Friday against Pensacola, and uh, they've turned into be a pretty good rival so far. I mean, it's hard not to when you're playing these teams, uh, what's going to be 10 times in a season. And I mean, we're, we're just over a month and a half ish into the season. You know, we're, we've all kind of got accustomed to playing. We're all getting back into it, but we've played Pensacola a lot. I mean, we've played, I think 10 games right now. Geez, we must've played Pensacola five times at least minimum. Um, so we've seen them a lot. You grow that distaste. It's fun. It's, it's pretty hilarious watching these rivalries heat up, but, um, we have a guy going back for a late icing and someone just absolutely runs him from behind. And uh, my goalie's been kind of getting uh, fed up. He's He's been kind of the brunt of a couple, you know, run-ins and stuff in the crease. So he's already got a short fuse lit. What does he do? He comes out of the corner, not Billy Smith, Austin Lotz. He comes around with the, with the swing and stick, gets him right in the bread basket. I don't think it was – it wasn't really malicious in the sense that I think he was kind of holding them accountable – to the dirty play that was, uh, you know, a, a hit from behind after the whistle on an icing, which you wouldn't even be throwing a hit in the big, in the, to begin with. Um, I think it, in a way it was kind of an eye for an eye kind of a situation. But, um, you know, it looks pretty bad on video, no doubt. So when you see that, it's obviously going to look a little shocking. So the face value of that's always going to hold a little more than what truly happened. I mean, if you look at it, it's... Uh, if the hits doesn't, if the hit isn't laid behind the the you know the play with the with the icing, uh, the slash doesn't happen. So in my eyes, it's kind of a one for one. Uh, I'm not trying to make any biased opinion. Uh, anyone that listens to this show, 
Uh, please don't tell anyone that I'm talking about this as a player because, you know, you probably shouldn't be. Um, anyways, no one knows I have a podcast. I have, I have 86 listeners. I don't think any of you are going to say anything, all right? We're going to keep it tight here, okay? Going to keep it really tight. Perfect. But he got the – he got that was on a Friday night, last Friday. He got the game. Um, you can see it. If you look it up, it's it's on, like, like Hockey Fight shared it. It, it. it was getting some – it went pretty – you know, it got some retweets on Twitter and stuff like that. Some people were liking it. It was pretty funny to see. You know, you don't see that very much anymore. But, um, you know, there's been a lot worse done. Holy. I mean, I think it's just in, in the, the hockey we're playing in 2021 – uh, that's very shocking, very, very malicious looking with some intent. But, uh, you know, you look at the past, the incidents that have happened, that's just, uh, that's, ba- that's horseplay. That's, uh, that's literally playground stuff. If you're looking at what has happened in the past. So I'm not trying to justify it or anything like that, but, uh, I really don't think it was that bad, but the hammers come down a little bit. Uh, he, that happened on Friday. Like I said, he ends up getting suspended for the next game the Saturday, and uh, comes out, he's getting eight games. So eight games, he's already served one, so he's got seven more games to go. Pretty lengthy suspension for a 42-game season. But, I mean, it is what it is. What can you do? Uh, we're going to, you know, we're going to have to battle here, and uh, we know we're just going to keep plugging through, get our boy back. And uh, But we've got a lot of good goalies right now. So uh, we've got a lot of good goalies coming through. We'll be good to go, all right? Um, Saturday night, finally got a monkey off my own back. I was able to get in a fight for the first time since 2015, since my last year of junior. Last time I fought, I was in the Miramichi Civic Center playing the Pictos Wheat Crushers. It had been a long time. Um, yeah, five seasons. And uh, it felt good, though. felt really good. It was nice to get it in. Um, it was actually against a guy I used to play with, really good guy, uh, really good teammate. I mean, I'd seen him uh, do the exact same thing that happened. I made a big hit on one of his guys, and... He stepped in and, uh, you know, we, we had to go and it was a good one. It was a good one and, um, you know, it was nice to get that out of the way. Uh, we You know, we got into a pretty long one and, uh, you know, it, it felt good to throw a couple punches and, you know, get that get a little that fire back, you know, grit your teeth, get a little competitive, get a little want, you know, get a little fired up. felt good. So, I mean, uh, hopefully we'll see a few more of those and, uh, I mean, just it was just nice to, you know, you know, makes you feel like a hockey player again for sure. Makes you feel like you're playing. So uh, it, it was nice. Uh, we had a pretty good weekend, but uh, we got a three and three this weekend. Three games and three nights. So I'm doing this on a Wednesday night. We play in Knoxville Thursday night, back at home for a Friday night game. Then we're going back to Macon, Georgia, Saturday night, Fiesta. It's so uh, three and threes are wild on the body. So I'm going to be drinking Pedialytes. Uh, I'm going to be slamming water up the wazoo. Uh, trying to get some sleep because they do the third the third game can get they can catch up to you if you don't uh, take care of the bot so uh gonna have to be looking after that but uh it'll be interesting to see i mean i find at the end of the day these are just like hilarious memories like three and threes are wild they're just war you just got you just got to buckle up for war that's all you can say so uh i'm embarking on one of those looking to pump out this pod though because you know you got you got to get that content out there for the listeners for you the viewer Horrible news that I, I just actually saw, though, was that um, Hockey Alberta has uh, made the decision to basically cancel. I'm not sure if it's all levels of minor hockey, but I definitely saw that midget AAA, AA, minor midget, all those levels, they are concluding their seasons for the years. And uh, I'm assuming that 
you know, that's got to mean that the majority of the rest of the minor hockey scenes following that suit. And just what a travesty for those kids. I feel so bad. I could not imagine like that, that for that age group, I really feel with this pandemic. I mean, they're missing out on a, on a year of school that, you know, I love school as much as I hated the actual arithmetic part of it at times. And, you know, the homework and all the bullshit. That's where you see your friends every day. That's where you see girls every day. That's where you meet new people. That's where you go through real life scenarios, like social interactions that you just literally cannot be taught at anywhere else. So I feel for them, but just to miss a year of hockey, uh, to have that taken from you, that's pretty crazy. I do not understand why we can't have these kids play hockey. It makes it's it's absolute horseshit to be honest. It it does not it doesn't make sense. It's it's not gonna do anything. Like in my eyes, like I don't know. I'm down here. I'm playing hockey. Uh, fortunate enough to be doing so for sure, especially now seeing all all what's going on around the world. But um, it it truly seems like um night and day between where I am and in, in Canada. I mean, in Canada, it's uh. It's a full-blown lockdown in Ontario where my girlfriend's at and her family where I was staying this summer uh, has been since Boxing Day, December 26th, and there's no sign of it ending. And in Alberta, like they said, mentioned they're canceling hockey and whatnot. Kids aren't going to school. And it's just crazy. I, I don't know if, like, what's, like, down in Alabama, I mean, it's pretty much business as usual. We are wearing masks in stores, social distancing like we need to be. I mean, there's a lot of hand sanitizing stations everywhere. People are definitely making way more, like there's precautions being taken. I was here last year when the pandemic wasn't on. There's a difference for sure. Like the pandemic is evidently being taken, you know, serious here. I know a lot of people would probably think that's not the case probably in Alabama, but I mean, there's precautions in place and it doesn't seem like it's that different. People are still getting it in both places. I mean, I don't know the answer or anything, but this this total lockdown stuff, I don't think that's it. I just mean, especially this rant starts out from them canceling a hockey perspective. So, I mean, that's where it's fueled by. So, I mean, I don't have any statistics to show you that uh, one's better than the other, but I just don't, this is crazy. And I mean, that's frustrations of this dragging on for a year for sure. But I really feel for the people back in Canada that are being, uh, you know, they're being held to very harsh restrictions that, I mean... I hope they're working because, you know, it, 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 there are some big sacrifices. I know we can keep letting it slide and say, you know, we got to do what we got to do for the pandemic. But, I mean, it's getting pretty pretty disappointing to see something like that when kids are missing out in seasons of hockey. So, I mean, I don't want to speak on that too much more, but come on. Let the kids play in my eyes. I mean, they're all young. They're all healthy. If someone gets COVID, you take them away from the team. You treat it how it needs to be treated, and you get them back when they're ready to go. That's how it's dealt with. That's how it's handled. And I don't think there should be anything more to that. That should be the same thing with schools. If you have COVID, you don't go. It's asymptomatic. Yes, there's definitely, we're wearing our masks inside. We're hand sanitizing. We're trying to stay distant as best we can. Yes, we are. There's precautions put in place, but life still goes on. I think that's my eyes anyways, but whatever. I don't want to talk about COVID anymore. It's all we talk about, right? A lot of craziness going on. That's all I can say. Um, but this, this is, you know, another craziness. What that word, it just, it sparks a segue with me oftentimes more than not. Um, this is something that I think is crazy. And this is something that I've held uh, as a belief of mine for a long time now. And I have argued this in bars. I have argued this at campfires, uh, nights out many times. And I don't think it's right. 
and it's a serious issue. And if you're not listening and paying attention right now, I think you should, you know, screw the headphones a little further in. Maybe uh, turn up the volume a bit and maybe sit down. All right. Grab a drink and just listen for a sec because I don't think it's right with, you know, we got all these new jerseys in the NHL. And um, last year, you know, they didn't have the third jerseys. This year, we're getting that third jersey. We're getting to see it. There are a lot of new creations. Every team has basically a new one. That's the reverse retro. I did a whole episode on that. An impromptu rating of every all 30 jerseys. You can go listen to it. Go back. Do a little backtrack and you can find it. But what I don't like are these teams wearing jerseys that are throwbacks to franchises prior that are have incorporating the colors of teams that still exist and are still in play. Now, that was a nightmare of a sentence. What I mean by that is I just find, I found it very, it was very odd when like the Winnipeg Jets um, in early in their comeback, um, you know, it was also originally they were never going to get the name because it's not the same franchise. So they weren't going to be able to get the same name, but you know, the Jets were beloved in, in, in Manitoba, in Winnipeg. So they came to a conclusion, they worked some things out, they got the Jets name back, but they could not use the same jerseys. They couldn't, that wasn't part of the deal, they couldn't do it. Eventually, strings are pulled, tweaks are pulled, they do a Heritage Classic jersey that has, you know, the old logo, it looks the same, but they've always, they still wear, you know, their own brand, their own their own look, it's been their own look, but they have done these throwbacks. But what I hate is things like <clears throat> the Wild, Minnesota Wild, it's a beautiful jersey, but their third is a direct representation of the Minnesota North Star, which we all know why, because, you know, they're paying homage to the North Stars who were there years prior, but that franchise still plays, that franchise is still in existence. It still owns the same name, the Stars. They're down in Dallas. They have this, like, that's basically, that's their, that franchise still exists. They're wearing another team's colors that they play against. Like it is, it, it sounds stupid. To, like it, it maybe it, it maybe I'm an idiot for thinking it, but does that not make sense to anyone else? Like it's it's a legitimate franchise who still exists colors that are active that they are paying homage to. The Minnesota Wild they even have the stars on the pants on the green pant the three stars. It looks sick. I mean I like the jersey, but I just I find it odd they're paying homage to a jersey of a franchise that still exists, and that's happened like. When the Jets wore it, like the Atlanta, that's like in my. I was watching the Atlanta Thrashers wearing Jets jerseys. It just didn't make any sense to me. And I just find that odd, and I I wish they'd honor that a little bit better. I mean, it, it in like it makes sense with like you know, Colorado paying a little bit of like respect to the Nordique logo. You know them coming from there, but you know that's the same franchise. That's allowed. I got no problem with that. I mean Carolina, I don't like that they wore the entire ensemble of the whaler jersey in my eyes that's just a cheap gimmick for them to sell seats but i mean you do what you got to do but that was their franchise that was totally cool i just don't understand with the minnesota wild what are they doing when they're wearing that it, it's just it's very odd look to me and i, I want to hear your opinion if you, you know if you listen to this show if you like conversing with me on these topics let me know what you think am i wrong by saying that, that the minnesota wild should not be wearing homages to the minnesota north stars who are an active franchise in the Dallas Stars after relocation years ago. I think it's weird, but that's just me, all right? 
last little bit of hockey, I'll talk this episode because remember, folks, this isn't a hockey podcast. It's not at all. We don't even talk hockey on it. We don't do that. We don't do it much. But uh, I saw this week, which is hilarious. Uh, Jordan Murray got kicked off his KHL team for sneaking into the avant-garde Omsk locker room and stealing one of Kovalchuk's twigs. It apparently got caught on video, and that was shown, and he got booted off it. Now he's playing in the, in the I think he's playing in the Swedish league, which isn't a terrible consolation. But um, hilarious. I mean, I hope that, like, we're going to hear more about that. I just saw, I literally, I'm reading you the headline that I saw, which, I you know, you should never do. You should definitely dive a little deeper into something before you talk about it. But uh, that pretty much says it all. There's not much more to go off of right now. Um, I'm sure one day he's going to be on some sort of a podcast. He'll explain that story. Maybe he'll come on this show. I thought about reaching out to him and being like, hey, do you want to tell, do you want to tell like three dozen people what happened in, in the locker room in Ovengard? I think your story will be safe with us, man. No, you can tell us. No, he didn't go for it, but I'll, I'll reach out to him again. Maybe, maybe we'll get something going there. But that's, I think that's a power move. I think that if anything, he's got more publicity now. His name's better out there. Um, kids, if you're hearing this, go steal a couple twigs from your 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 childhood hero. Could help you out. Never know. But you know what, folks? This is another announcement. If you heard of this new app, this new app called Clubhouse, Clubhouse is in short. This is the this is the company's fucking slogan. A new type of social product based on voice that allows people everywhere to talk, tell stories, develop ideas, deepen friendships, and meet interesting new people around the world. So this is this new app where it's all voice. You don't go on, you don't go post. It's like you make tweets. But they're like, I don't know if they're like vocal blurbs and shit. It's not like that at all. There's people that host rooms. And like you can go to a room that's like, hey, I'm a rocket scientist. And ask me questions. And it's a bunch of people in there talking rockets and stuff like that. And so there's going to be all these different rooms. And like people can go onto it. And you can talk to people. It's going to be like interactive. I'm waiting to get an account right now. I signed up. And like it tells you that you make your account. And then... It, it tells you to wait for a text message to come. So I'm waiting for my text message, but then I will be on Clubhouse. And we are going to start an absolute movement on Clubhouse. My name is going to be Hopsy Boy. I'm waiting for my reservation to come in. I don't get it. It's been days and I haven't got a text. So I don't know how this is working. But I've seen Clubhouse kind of blowing up. Um, and it's literally just got it released in April. So I don't know. I've just started to see a couple people talk about it online. Let's all hop on it. We're going to take the pod to the gosh darn moon and we're going to start a revolution. All right, folks, I'm cutting this one short this week because we got a lot of things to do here. This show ain't going anywhere. I'm going to try hard though, to get my next episode to have a guest on it. Um, and we're going to get some crazy stories going folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the project. Episode number 25, thanks for tuning in, bye for now.